Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Tate, with my co-host, Corbin, and today we have Captain Ron and his partner, Italian Jedi, with the Hedera Yacht Club. Hey, Kings, future editing Rue here. So, turns out that there was a slight bit of weirdness that happened with this production. Captain Ron is actually on a yacht and using Starlink, of all things, which is dope, to actually do the podcast. The upload speed was intermittent on that, so sometimes the live feed would rug. Didn't know if that would also appear in the final output, which it didn't. His his feed is clear, so that's why there's going to be some weirdness and why, like, either us or Italian Jedi or anybody is going to be, you know, kind of talking over him a little bit. It, it happens. It's all good at the end of the day. Still some great content for you guys. Have a wonderful rest of your day, Kings. How are we doing? Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having us. And when I say partner, I mean first mate. Italian Jedi <laughs> is one of the community helpers towards Captain Ron's project. Got to stay on brand. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's, the, he's like my PR marketing guru over there. And yeah, we've had a, quite a long relationship in the community. And yeah, glad to be teaming up with them. Amazing. Amazing. Well, Captain Ron, it's a, it's a true pleasure to host you on our podcast. We've heard many great things about your project. And let's dive into you personally first. So you've been in the yachting industry for quite some time now from what you told us. And I'd really like to know how you kind of got into Hedera and how you kind of combined, combined the yacht club industry with HBAR now. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. So I started, um, you know, as a scuba diving instructor, paddy instructor, and that's how I got my feet wet in the yachting industry. And um, that was about 12 years ago. Uh, then I got onto a yard, realized like, hey, I don't want to be the bottom of the totem pole. I want to be the captain of these yachts. And so, you know, I just started logging sea time, doing a lot of courses and slowly just progressed my way up. Um, you know, I got higher tonnage licenses so I could then run the big yachts. Um, and so that, you know, that was kind of my yachting experience. I started on charter yachts. So that's crew charter. People pay and they can come, you know, experience the week on a charter yacht. And then I started moving into uh, the private market. So that's where you work for really high end individuals and you just look after their yacht. We don't hire it out, you know. Um, and so you're you rugging know, a little bit there, Ron. Yeah. I didn't know for, if it'd sound like that for the audio. Like on yeah, but and just in case for for the audience, he actually is on a yacht and they're using Starlink, yeah. so there yeah, might be some some connection <laughs> stuff. So it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, all so that, uh, that's kind of how I you know got into the industry was through scuba diving, and then uh, once I was in the industry, it's a really lucrative industry, so you always end up with a little bit of passive income. Um, so I you know uh, crypto became a big thing, so I started diving into you know some Bitcoin, Ethereum, that sort of thing. And the more like research I did, I then stumbled across Hedera. And, you know, once I found Hedera, I was pretty much hooked. And then over time, I kept thinking, you know, like I'd really like to help the Hedera community and bridge what I do with the Hedera community. I became a yacht broker in 2015. So I did a yacht brokerage course, became a yacht broker. And since I'm a, I'm a paddy dive instructor, I thought like, hey, I could try to create an NFT project that really bridges, you know, in real life, uh, you know, in real life businesses, in real life communities to this new Hedera yacht space. And yeah, that's essentially why I did it. Then, you know, started bouncing ideas around, spoke to the Italian Jedi, and we decided, hey, let's make this a reality. We can really change the game on Hedera and we can really bring a lot of eyes to, you know, the NFT space. Um, and yeah, that's a little bit about me. 
That's incredible. Very cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that you're unique with the the yachting theme or niche, really, because nobody's really came into the space and has tried to bridge a real world business with Hedera yet. That is like a stable business because the niche that you're in necessarily, it's a yachting industry. They have money. If you own a yacht, you have to have money. So therefore, the people who own these yachts, they're not necessarily going to they're not necessarily going to not have money. That's why I'm more or less trying to say the industry is not going to die anytime soon. And so it's always going to be around. Therefore, it's stable. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah that's, even that, during that's, that's, a, that's a really great point. And that's, uh, I'm going to hop in real quick and, and kind of expound on that a little bit. So um, we'll, we'll circle back to the actual project itself and how it applies to Hedera in terms of you know, inside the Hedera Hashgraph and the Hashback and the NFTs and the Mints and everything else. But the idea is it's kind of very on par with Hedera Hashgraph um, from, from a Lehman perspective and the actual ecosystem, right? Uh, the way that they're structured with the 39 members of the government council, eventual 39 members, we're currently at 27. Um, there's going to be a huge gap between Web 2 and Web 3 and different types of commodities businesses, right? And Part of the way that Hedera is building that system up is through the very same ideology and that they're getting these huge markets from every sector, from every asset class and building that up from the ground up and learning from all the mistakes of all blockchains that have ever existed. So the ideology is basically the same here with the yachting industry. Like you were saying, it's not going away, right? So some statistics for you. The global yacht market cap was valued around $8.5 billion in 2021, and it's expected that the CAGR increase is 4.5 to 2022 to 2020, excuse me, 2022 to 2030. So you can basically do the math and extrapolate based off those figures. And of course, it's all conjecture, but based on real statistics, that $8.5 billion annually is probably going to grow somewhere to 13 to $14 billion oh, yeah. annually. Yeah. Now, with that figure, that's just one part of the yachting industry. The other part of it that we're bringing to it in the real life aspect is the paddy, right? So that's basically the scuba diving organization that has issued approximately 28 million diver certificates since 1967. Um, currently, there's about 128,000 paddy professional members around the globe, and that's comprised of about 6,600 paddy dive centers worldwide and they operate in 186 countries and territories. So you take those two facts, well, probably about 13 facts, but those two major groups of facts and extrapolate even further. All these industries that basically are gonna miss the boat from the 2.5 to Web3 transformation or basically transition, they're gonna be looking for people that are staples in each of their, each of their commodities uh, industry, right? So you have the figures for the Yacht Club, you have the Hedera hash graph, which is, I mean, as far as a layer one is concerned, you can make arguments against other layer ones as far as competition for being the, the triumphant. And, you know, when we, when, who are we talking about? We're talking about ETH because you're never going to flip Bitcoin because it's a different type of dynamic and utility. It's basically a, a, a store of wealth. But as far as ETH is concerned in layer one and that protocol, as this grows up and gets retail adoption, it's going to be in my opinion, the primary layer one that we're going to go to um, and making that transition. So when you pull all that together, if you have someone that's already established in the yachting industry, 
with yep. 20 plus years of experience, who also has the niche of the patty and all that experience. We have about two to three years to build that project up, which we will. And then when this massive transition starts to occur with all these students worldwide that are getting pumped out for this industry and they're looking, they have no idea how are they going to get into the industry? Oh, maybe I could go to Google and Google search that. Or I, I've been hearing about this Hedera Yacht Club and these NFTs. Maybe I can go and do that because the way that's going to be structured is it's going to have different NFTs for different sectors of the actual jobs that are in the paddy and the yachting industry. So the yeah. long-term goal is to be the one-stop shop on the NFT side for everything that's coming with the project that's in the white paper. We're not going to divulge too much of that right now, and we can do that on further episodes. But the idea is to build ourselves up enough to have a very, very strong presence in Hedera, which we basically have already established and we'll build upon that. Then we're going to work on cross-chain interaction. And then when this transition occurs and people want to get into the Web3 yachting side, who are they going to come to? Hedera Yacht Club. <laughs> Booyah. And it's it's perfect. And you, you explained everything so well, Italian Jedi. And so I applaud you on that. And I, what I love about this, Captain Ron, specifically for your end, is that you're really going to start bridging a lot of businesses into the Web3 space because you alone doing this for your own business and your own specific niche, well, then obviously you're going to talk to people and you're going to, they're going to be like, so how'd you do all this crypto stuff? And they're going to want to know, but they might be in a bi different business sector of the world. And so you're going to be able to explain to them what you did and how you did it. And then their businesses are going to be able to figure out a way to integrate themselves into the Web3 space as well. So you're really bridging a gap for small businesses, small businesses and big businesses for bridging the gap towards Web3 development. And so thank you for doing what you do. Yeah, that's an honor. Obviously, it is a work in progress, but from what yeah, things yeah. look like now, it's definitely a great start. Yeah, true. You still around? Oh, there he is. Yeah. Yeah, he, if, if he disappears, it's okay. Uh, he, it's still being recorded. It's just the... The connection's kind of doing this, so it's all good. Yeah. All good. It's pinging to the satellites. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to call up Elon and ask for some more bandwidth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of sort of interconnecting systems which are with your guys's project, which is which is really cool to see. I always love looking at complex projects like this. Um, do you guys want to tell us a little bit about um, your initial your initial drops and how how that's all going to work? Yeah, so first, you know, uh, let me tell you a bit about Hedera Yacht Club. Obviously, um, Hedera Yacht Club, our aim is we are Web3 Yacht Club. And what we're doing is we're going to be linking in real life communities and in real life industries. Ron, you're rugged. Hey, we, <laughs> I don't think we could hear. I don't think we could hear any of that beginning part, Ron. Sorry. Oh, okay. Cool, I'll, I'll go again. Um, but yeah, so, you know, Hedera Yacht Club, um, we build in, uh, you know, a Web3 Yacht Club. And we're integrating it into in real life industries and in real life communities. And, you know, uh, the way we're going to do that is we're going to bring in a lot of the yachts crew and a lot of the paddy, like paddy divers and stuff. And we have a thing called the Zero to Hero program. So if you've never, uh, you know, you've, you want to you start a new career in the yachting or the diving industry, all you need to do is you need to get yourself a um, Hedera Yacht Club NFT that gives you access um, and membership. Then I'll guide you from zero to hero um, exactly, you know, the different positions in the industry, how to get into the industry, um, basically get your foot right in the door to help you with all your courses, you know, help you set you up, guide you. 
um, from zero to hero so that by the time you're done with me, you have your foot in the door and now you can start a new lucrative career, you know, in the diving and the yachting industry. And that's what I see as one of the main things I actually want to do is give back to the community. And if I can onboard a whole lot of all these new, you know, the youngsters that are 20 years old, just finished their degree and now they want to go join the yachting industry or the scuba divers that are, you know, they just got their dive instructor and they want to join. I would, you know, Hedera Yacht Club will be that bridge to bridge them into it. And we're going to be bridging them into Hedera and into NFT, you know, into this market, um, which I just, which, you know, we really like. Um, and that's, I'd say that's kind of uh, my main passion is to, to build up the community and to bring all these new eyes into the market. Um, obviously, Hedera is, you know, Hedera NFTs are small and, you know, it is a small community right now. But yeah, that's my, that's my aim is to just grow the community. And there are, you know, every year we have a few hundred to a few thousand new people uh, joining the industry. And if they know, hey, we need to get this HYC, uh, mem you know, membership. And then once we're in there, that's our ticket. We're going to make it. We're going to, you know, be able to start a new career. And that's just one tiny little aspect of our entire project, you know, is helping people actually get a career. Um, so that's one thing I'm passionate about because I want people to succeed. But then there's obviously the everything else to do with the project. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. One small piece of the puzzle, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So to, to add to what uh, to add to what Ron was just saying, um, like this is just kind of some overall observation. Uh, I'm a statistics guy. Um, I'm studying to get my accounting degree. I was in logistics when I was in the military. So I'm, I'm a numbers guy, and I use numbers to basically uh, approach things from a target demographic perspective. So with what he's saying in terms of these new people that are coming out of uh, these patty schools, um, it seems to me from just the, the myriad conversations that I've had in discords or spaces or everything else, the Hedera community is very, very mature and, and very intelligent. Like that's, I think, what the main appeal, at least for me, and I think a lot of other people, that's why they have that. Sorry, my kids are downstairs making noise if no you worries. hear that in the background. It's okay. But no with, the, with the, the new certifications, the, the primary or the largest statistical group that are coming out in both male and female certifications is between age 28 and age 35, which uh, I can't confirm this completely, but a majority of the demographics for people, and this is something that I compiled myself, they're typically right in that meaty part of those demographics right there. So if you put two and two together, you have these people that want to come into this industry and you got a, a central focal point for them to do so, the Hedera Yacht Club. In order to get that, they're going to have to come onto Hedera. They're going to have to get a Hedera hash pack, or excuse me, a hash pack wallet. Yep. They're going to have to hop into some discords. And in my personal experience, not even correlated to this project, and I think it will be very, very similar, if not excelling or exceeding that. Once people get in and they have a hash pack, as particularly if they've used other wallets and they've been in other discords and other communities and dealt with that kind of rough crowd and like, we don't give a shit, we're here for profit. And, you know, if you don't understand, oh, well, versus Hedera, where you come in, when I first came in about eight months ago, that's just investing in, in the coin itself, but then got into discords and got got in NFTs, like right as soon as I got into a Discord and asked a question, it was, I had like 13 responses Everybody in the Discord. I had, I had yeah. five people DMing me and I'm just like, oh my God, this is this is unreal. It's unbelievable. Um, so that's why I say when people come, they stick around. But the, obviously we want to have a banger project. We want to bring, you know, uh, liquidity to the actual marketplace of Hedera. But the bigger kind of picture is like when we start to do these mergers between the web 2.5 and, and the web three reality and in big business and small businesses alike, we obviously want to direct them to Hedera. 
And because all of this is going to be orchestrated on the Hedera hashgraph and the real world ties that Ron has, once he starts making these connections and getting these people here, it's word of mouth. They'll be like, hey, I want to get into this. I learned all this from Ron and the Hedera Yacht Club. And they'll start talking to their classmates who then start talking to their bosses, who then will start talking to the other yacht charters. And it'll just be like this chain reaction. And, yep. and that's how I see it. That's why the targeting of the demographics and everything else going into the research, it's an important part of it. And of course, like the NFT game, it's very speculative. And it's part of the overall dynamic of why we're here. But big picture, and I think every the, the projects that are really bangers, in my opinion, other than the PFP and the art, they're people that are they're the, they're relentless builders. They never stop. They're always engaging with their community. They'll they'll personally take a Discord call, and if you know if they're busy because they all are. Like I've never emailed or sent a Discord message or a Twitter or anything to a project manager and didn't have them get back to me in less than twelve hours. And yeah. that's just unheard of, and and not just this space, but the business world in general. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's how I see it. If we can get more people over at this level with something that's very pragmatic, and that's where we say in real life utility, which will be down the line, and we'll discuss that's maybe the next time you guys host us. Like it's it's slow and steady wins the race, and it's we're trying to take a page out of Lehman's book, and we're trying to build in the in the exact same sentiment and, and kind of ideology that they are. And then what we're going to start doing from a marketing standpoint, and this is something I do just for, for my own growth and for the community's growth. Uh, on weekends, I go into different, I just look for Soul or ETH or Cardano or whatever is going on, hop into a spaces and listen to what they have to say, introduce myself. Hey, Genius. I like your project. This is good. This is that and the other. Show some reciprocity, show that there's interest and then say, hey, I heard some frustrations that you guys are having with with this issue with your you know your native coin or your wallet or your ecosystem or I heard this have you guys ever heard of uh, of an H bar or Hedera Hashgraph no no what's that or maybe I might have overheard it hey listen thank you so much for your time I really don't want to take up too much you guys get back to your business if you guys want to learn a little bit more why don't you go ahead and shoot me a DM literally every single time I do this I get one or two come on, onboard them, get them a hashtag wallet. And guess what? Right after they discover it, they reach back and they say, hey, I love it. I'm going to start telling my friends about it. So it's it's taking everything that we've learned from the ethos and the, and, and the overall ideology of the Hedera community and the technology and just surrounding yourself with excellence and then running with it. Couldn't have said yeah. it better. Yeah. And Hedera kind of, or HBAR kind of sells itself, you know, for, yeah. for those people that are in those existing ecosystems, they either have super high gas fees or they have a network that doesn't always work <laughs> yeah. or you have to wait like either you know 30 minutes or hours even for the for the tps to catch up to actually get a transaction through so sad so uh, yeah it's no bueno it really comes down to just people utilizing the hashgraph network and actually seeing how it works rather than just listening to others i mean it's always great to bring and onboard more people but sometimes it's hard for them to fully grasp it until they use it for themselves. And so yeah. I really like what you do, Italian Jedi, by onboarding others. And I think I'm actually going to personally start utilizing that as well because, I mean, I've never thought of doing that, which is a great idea. So I applaud you for that. And I th really think once we're able to start pushing like the hash pack wallet into people's hands and trying to push people to really continue to buy HBAR NFTs or just look at the... Look at the marketplaces that are out there. I think it's just going to continue to help HBAR's growth, without a doubt. But getting back on topic, I'm really curious, Captain Ron, 
with how you're going to utilize this SALT token, especially being based out of the United States. I know you said that you had some South African ties with uh, the country down there, and I'm not too sure exactly how all of that works, but I'm just really curious about the SALT token itself. Yeah, so obviously, you know, I'm, I'm Captain Ron. I'm a, I'm a professional in the yachting and the diving industry, and I know nothing about tokenomics. And so therefore, I went and I decided, hey, let me hire a professional. So I hired a crypto compliance lawyer uh, that specializes in tokenomics. Um, and so they, you know, they, and then I also hired a tokenomics expert to set up the token itself before I, you know, uh, hired the compliance lawyer. And so they went through it, and our token is going to be for our ecosystem. You know, we, and so that's the big thing, you know, with regulation coming, we want to make sure we sail in, in clear waters. We don't want to be, you know, busy swimming in some murky waters. So the, um, essentially our sole token will be used for our ecosystem. So that's our DAP, all the platforms on our DAP, and it will be, you know, our own system. We also won't have a liquidity pool for our token. Our token is going to be essentially, if you think of our token as essentially like an in-game token, a Chuck E. Cheese coupon a thing like you know something like that but our users and our members that have the token will be able to actually you know use the token in our dap to buy real things so they could use sold token we'll stock up our nft marketplace with you know real nfts they can then go buy it uh with salt. Wrong, they can take that nft and they can uh, uh you know go to second there comes and goes <laughs> in waves yeah, yeah. Can, you hear, can you hear us Love the plan. I can re- I can restart I can restart that if it's if you can hear me now. Now nah, you're still rugging, Ron. Um if you if you like, I, I can kind of pick up where he left off. Yeah. Let's yeah. give him let's give him a second. Um sweet. So yeah, I was saying we hired a professional uh crypto compliance lawyer that you know yes. went through the entire token. We decided to make it our own native token that just runs our ecosystem and won't work, you know, it won't run any other ecosystem that's going to be um, only earned by airdrops, by staking our NFTs or by giveaways. And it's going to be uh, our native token for our entire DAP, you know. And so in the DAP, you'll be able to use our sole token and you can go buy NFTs that will, you know, be selling in the DAP. You can then take that NFT to another secondary market and you can sell it there if you want liquidity. So you know, we we are not directly going to be, you know, salts. We won't have a liquidity pool. So you're not going to be able to go swap HBAR for salt. You know, that's not going to exist. That's not what we're trying to do. We're not trying to play in those murky waters. Our compliance lawyer said we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't go do that. Um, and so that run gonna, you down as like a security really, yeah? Yeah, exactly. The, yeah. The, essentially, um, if you, you know, we have documents. So we have a, a signed and like a signed and stamped legal opinion from the crypto compliance lawyer. And we have that up on our Discord for anyone to, you know, anyone to go read. I actually would like, you know, other projects to go in and read it and see exactly where they stand. You know, I'm here to help the whole community, not just myself. Um, and in there, it states why we're not a security and they do the how we test. They do a whole lot of different, you know, things. So we're making sure that we're legal both in America, in Europe, and, you know, essentially worldwide. So we're making sure that off the bat, we started on the right side of the law, just how Hedera yeah. and Lehman started, you know, making sure they weren't just going in there and, you know, peddling in murky waters. And yeah, 
that's essentially with the salt token. So, you know, our salt token is not a security. We have a stamped and seal, uh, stamped and signed document stating that it's not and why it's not. And that's open for everyone to see it. And I actually encourage other project founders and stuff to go, you know, have a, have a read and, you know, maybe you'll learn something about your own project or you can, you know, or creating a project, you will know exactly what you should and shouldn't do ideally. Yeah. You, you might want to talk to saucer swap too, by the way, just so you know, because technically anybody can create a liquidity pool. So it might be worthwhile to reach out to them and say like, Hey, I want to lock down this particular contract address for this fungible token. And then that way it can't, you know, still be used. Cause that happened with MetaVision's token, uh, Meta. So essentially they were trying to, you know, create their own liquidity pool and just basically have like the basic control of the ecosystem. And somebody came in and almost immediately created a liquidity pool. So it kind of took some power away from them. So you might want to reach out to Saucer. um, Our our compliance lawyer did say if anyone did go, you know, people can go and they can start a liquidity pool with our token, but then we would have rights to sue them and take them to court. You know, essentially they, um, so People can do it, but you know they might get the law book slapped at them if they do decide to go that route. The hard part with that, though, is it's Web three, so it's going to be hard yeah. to trace who's behind the liquidity pools. You you might have their wallets, but then it comes. I mean, actually, I don't know. It just depends on how decentralized they are. You can find pretty much anybody nowadays, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're just going to keep. Sure. You know, we just gonna stay on the right side of the law. And yeah. we're going to make and sure we follow the professional's opinion and the way we move our project forward to to make sure this is a lasting project, you know, for the community, for the members. We're here for the long haul. We're here, you know, in 10, 15 years, we are going to be the Yacht Club. People won't be saying when Lambo anymore. It's going to be when Yacht. And that's going to yeah. make them think, hey, Hedera Yacht Club, you know, we're here to change the game. Truly. And I, I really like that you did go out and make sure that your token was not a security because that's going to ensure so many investors into your project that you're legit, you're here to stay, and you're not going anywhere. And yeah. like, because I'm a big, I'm really scared personally to invest into a lot of these tokens out there because I know a lot of them will probably turn out to be securities. And I just don't want to have money put up in those places. But yeah. If you have that structure behind you and you have the team behind you to be able to make sure that the token that you distribute to your holders, the token that you have for your project isn't a security, that's you're one step ahead of the game because a lot of people out there aren't on that level yet and they definitely need to start looking at those routes. So once again, I applaud you for that, Captain Ron. Yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, tell us a little bit about what being a member of the Hedera Yacht Club will will do for you, essentially. So I know we already talked about salt and and some of the the, the patty classes and that kind of thing, but uh, some so a little bit more about that sort of ecosystem okay. as a whole. Yeah, so you know all of our Hedera Yacht Club members uh, will have access to our in real life businesses, so they'll be able to use our in real life businesses and uh, not have to pay the fee. They'll get it at cost price. So if they want to book a yacht charter anywhere in the world for themselves, they'll be able to do it without having to pay the 15% brokerage commission. And the same if they want to do a Paddy e-learning diving course, uh, we'll, you know, they'll be able to do that at cost price. So all members will basically be getting our services at cost price. Um, members will obviously also be getting the SALT token airdrop. Um, they're going to be 
I'm able to use our zero to hero program. So that's going to, you know, help introduce all these people into the industry if they want a new career. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, I see that as a really big utility. Um, and then, you know, we still got a lot of other plans up our sleeves that we don't want to disclose everything that uh, you will be, uh, you will be getting. Um, but it's just been part of this growing community, you know, being in the forefront. We also not out here to have a massive amount of qu uh, quantity. We're all about quality, you know. So, for instance, like our Commodore's card, there's only a total supply of 250 of them. 50 of them were reserved for OGs um, and other founders and stuff, and only 200 are minting, you know. So we've made sure we're not we all hear about the quality. We want, you know, when you go to a yacht club um, in real life, you have to fill out a whole. Um, application form it's not just easy you don't just rock up and say hey i want to be in this yacht club there's a lot of things to do and so that's how we look at it we are an exclusive web3 yacht club and when you are, you know when you're a member of this yacht club you're gonna have access to that also if you refer people to the in real life businesses we'll then give you a referral fee you know so if you maybe you don't want to book a yacht yourself and do it for cost price but you your boss or your uncle or your brother, sister, or you know, whatever, uh, wants to book a yard, then you can uh, just reach out to us. Say, hey, we have this referral. If it actually goes through and we um, it all works out, and they book the the charter or they do the Paddy e learning course, then they'll get a referral fee. You know, so that is necessarily not also. You don't necessarily have to be a member to refer, you know, because we also we want everyone to be able to market for us, you know. So you don't yeah. have to be a member, but it's um, it's a benefit of the program um, that if you do refer, there is there's a nice bonus for you. Yeah, it definitely helps. Yeah, it's smart. Although you do have the Web Three Yacht Club, you do have an IRL one as well, correct? Uh, no, so I'm based in a yacht club. So because I'm a captain and I'm sure. based in a yacht club. So it's not an in real life yacht club you'll walk into. That is our aim. You know, down the line, we want to, you know, in five, 10 years, once Hedera is taken off, once Web 2 and Web 3 have merged, then yeah, we will have, our aim is to have like an in real life yacht club. Right now, we're Web 3 yacht club linked to in real life businesses and in real life communities. Um, and yeah, I'm, I essentially live at a yacht club. I live on a yacht. <laughs> so, you know, um, I am, you know, this is, you know, where I'm, I'm Seattle on the You're yacht. again, Ron. Yeah. Like we said, it comes in waves. <laughs> Come on, Elon. <laughs> okay. I think you're back. Okay. I'm back. Yeah. So okay. I was just saying, yeah, we are, we are web three yacht club with in real sure, life. Sure, sure. Um, and our, you know, our hopes and dreams one day is, yeah, we want to be a real in real life yacht club where you can come and dock your boat and get all of those benefits uh, down the line. But right now we're just focusing on small steps, one step at a time. And yeah, we see a bright future ahead. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, we, do. we do as well. Absolutely. What, I want to add a little bit to that without getting too much into to alpha territory. Um, you know, obviously, as as establishing a niche on brand, um, you know, Ron has already communicated this, but we're firm believers in, you know, if, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Uh, yeah. Essentially, you know, that's why we have the lawyer. Um, we have somebody that's doing our discord. We have somebody that's doing tokenomics um, just because specifically we're not experts in those fields. And we want experts because we want to build the best possible project. But we also wanted to tie in the crypto aspect at a macro level. 
So um, one of the small little things I'll give is we have a, uh, I don't want to call it a partnership, we'll just call it a collaboration with uh, the Blockchain Council to where if you are a holder of one of these NFTs, then you'll be able to get discounts on programs to actually learn crypto-based knowledge. And it, that's that will take it as far as you want the same way as it does in the, in the patty side of it. You can just do something introductory. You can do something that's going to give you uh, maybe a certificate that gives you some money on the side. Um, it's going to indoctrinate you into the actual crypto business. Uh, but the, the goal is to kind of parallel build up both skill sets and, and attracting that excellence in our holders. And, and as we start to bridge into the real in real life kind of mega yacht status, if you want to think of it like in, in terms of that. Um, but be the project. Think of it as a one-stop shop for Hedera NFTs. And you get all the good stuff that you get at every other NFT project. You get to showcase your NFTs. You get some utility, some that's been announced, some more that will come. But it's also the in-real-life aspect, I think, is the most critical part because, yep. I mean, how many how many projects are out there? How many have we seen? Some are phenomenal and some are mediocre and some of them are hype and you can flip them. But there's it's it's... And this is not just in Hedera. This is this is macros for all ecosystems. Everywhere. It's yeah. a stagnant thing. And everybody, like, they just, it's a rinse and repeat. And, of course, you can't reinvent the wheel. There's there's very established fundamental things that everyone needs for each project. And, of course, we have those as well. But we really want to get the idea that this is not just, we're not just here for Hedera for the next, you know, 16 to 24 months to flip and, 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 you know, build our bags for the bull market. Yes, everyone is doing that because that's the whole point of investing, right? Yeah. But we're also, let's look into the future and all these things that we love, whether it's NFTs and Web3, we're going to be a premier service, not just as a blue chip NFT project, but to give you in real life discounts to educational platforms to enhance your own knowledge, which will then in turn help the Hedera Yacht Club build, which will then in turn help the Hedera community build and the ecosystem as a whole. And then ho hopefully, um, like Ron was saying with the, with the crypto lawyer and, and having projects look into that because, and then I'll go into that maybe later or in another episode, but we want everyone to be on the same page and growing together because, yeah, we're all in it to make a little bit of profit, but as a whole, we truly want to see the Hedera community grow. And with Ron's extensive background in this multi-billion dollar industry, it just seemed like such like a, like a no-brainer. And yeah. then to actually bring, like everyone says, oh, in real life, in real life, we're going to have in real life utility. And it's like, okay, well, what is it? And then it's like, it's it's going to be released soon. Like, obviously, we're not going to divulge everything that we have, but we're clearly showing you, like, this is the direction. And this is truly, like everyone says in Hedera, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning of the Hedera Yacht Club. Amazing. Yeah, that era of history one... is nice. Yeah. Like, like ADSC, for instance. Yeah. It's like we can kind of, we can see the vision where you kind of want to go with it, but like, what's the execution going to be like? The surprise <laughs> is always so. nice. Yeah. I have one last question for uh, both of you, Captain Ron and Italian Jedi. I'm not too sure if Corbin has any more, but uh, I'm just curious currently. Uh, so, Captain Ron, how has it been working with Italian Jedi? And Italian Jedi, how has it been working with Captain Ron? It seems as if, as if you both are very structured with your crafts. And I just am curious about how the teamwork has been playing out. Uh, to be honest, I've been loving it. Um, you know, Italian Jedi has a wealth of knowledge. Um, also yeah. a great network, great community uh, builder. Um, so he was the first person when I thought, hey, this is what I want to do. Italian Jedi was the first person that came to mind. And, you know, we do, we pretty much speak 
like all day, every day, really. Um, and so, nice. yeah, I, I really enjoy working with them. And it's, it's amazing great. that we bring different things to the project. And that's what I think is important. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This, the sentiment is identical. Um, love working with Ron. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a person that, that truly believes in uh, competition in the sense of um, collaborative and bringing out kind of new energy and thoughts from the people that you're collaborating or competing with um, and that you should always be a better version of yourself uh, tomorrow than you were the previous day. And where my weaknesses are um, in, like, say, like the yachting industry, because I'm educating myself as uh, obviously I'm part of this project, um, Ron fills in there. And then as far as some technological aspects and, and speaking and tying things together, like that's where my strength lies. Um, so it just, it seems like a very good balance, like a yin yang situation. Um, and then also like we actually have a little bit of history. Uh, he's been in Hedera a little bit longer than I have. Wow. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of uh, Matt Chase. Yes, he was an influencer mm -hmm. for a while, putting a lot of content. We actually met in his uh, NFT Discord, and that's where we struck up a bunch of conversations. And then nice. uh, he was one of the people when I asked a question, like I was referring to earlier. Like he was one of the guys that after I asked a question in Discord, he's like DMing me, like, "Hey, bro, like this is that, and this is the other thing." So essentially, he kind of onboarded me um, in, a, in a Captain Ron esque kind of way. <laughs> um, and then basically from there, the relationship grew and he, he pitched the idea and I said, I, I absolutely love it. Um, but at that time, I just had a lot of in real life shit that was going on. And he was like, hey, man, I understand. Take care of your business. Um, are, are you like you're saying no or you're saying like you need to take care of your shit first? And I said, dude, let me get let me take care of what I got to take care of. And like, let's get rocking. Um, and then so, like I said, it was kind of like from there on forward, like. I spoke to him at least seven times today. I, I was on the phone with him 20 minutes before this. So, yeah, it's it's great. We're building. There's a lot of things we're building on, lots of collabs we're making. Like, we're excited. There's so much news, you know, we will let the community know about. Uh, but, yeah, we have to speak a lot because there's a lot of things going on in the background. Hedera Yacht Club is making waves, that's for sure. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. As the kids yes, say. sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, Corbin, I, I don't know if you have anything left. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just had one more question, and I'm I'm not sure if this is going too far into like the alpha territory or if this is going to be like a next episode type of question, you know. Um, but I saw on point of sale number five about finalizing uh, the DAP, the launch pad, the marketplace, all that stuff. So are you guys going to be creating your own DAP and like a website and all that kind of stuff, or are you going to be like piggybacking off of something or? How's that going to work? Okay, yeah, so um, so we've created our own website. We have a developer. Um, we actually have two developers busy working on our DAP at the moment. And what we're going to do is our DAP is is a also a one stop shop. We we have high hopes and dreams. You know, essentially nine different platforms on the DAP. And so we don't want to build out every single one of those platforms. You know, so we're busy working currently. You know, it's, uh, soon. You know, Ryan, really rugged again, brother. Oh, damn it! Um, can you hear me now? Hello, a little bit Hello. okay yeah so um so uh, we have two devs on you know two devs on the team that are working on building out the dap we're not going to build every single platform on the dap we have nine you know nine platforms we'd like to build and so we'll collab with other with other projects um so that's also we don't disclose right now exactly who we're collabing with but some of those platforms on our dap are actually collaborations where we'll be you know um, onboarding another project and essentially you'll be on our DAP and you'll be using someone else's, uh, you know, another, another project's 
um, their DAP or like their platform. Nice. Very cool. Very, very cool. exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Excited. To we definitely hear more will be hosting. Yeah, we'll definitely be hosting Hedera Yacht Club on a second episode, maybe third, maybe fourth, who knows. Just depends on yeah, how exactly. time plays out. And yeah. But lastly, I'd like to end on, I'd like to thank both of you for coming out and supporting the Hedera Yacht Club today and being on our podcast. And I know Italian Jedi wanted to end on one note. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um, this is uh, kind of like uh, like from what we talking about with Hedera Yacht Club, the the idea of the mental health spaces, uh, mental health in general, is something I'm very passionate about. Um, I'm a retired military veteran. Uh, I, I have uh, you know myriad mental illness diagnoses myself, which I have been managing for uh, probably about twenty plus years. But the idea was uh, kind of what happened was. Um, I have uh, issues with alcohol, substance abuse, right? And I've got it pretty well under control. But about maybe five months ago, I had a, I had a small slip up and, you know, feeling like shit. And, you know, I, I didn't really kind of talk to my wife about it. You know, we had that discussion. And I felt like you know, I, I got to tell somebody else. I was like, this is this is a big is a big fucking risk for me, right? Because I'm trying to build up this professional kind of I'm in Web3, an Italian Jedi, and I'm here for the community. And I put it out there in a tweet. And I was expecting to just get like destroyed, right? And it was like the complete antithesis. Like people were in my DMs, like 30 DMs. People are like, hey, what's going on? Da, da, this and that. And then people started sharing with me their own personal issues with mental illness. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, I got to do something about this. And then I started thinking, you know, what could I do? And I started talking with some other people in the community. And uh, the mental health spaces is basically where we're at right now. Uh, I've got a Discord that the bones are already built, and I'm actually working on it this month. Going to build that out a little bit. Um, and the idea, so long term, the similarly, like we have the thought process with the Daria Club, is in five to ten years. Like I would like this to grow into a global kind of platform to where you know 195 countries we have web3 this beautiful technology if someone at singapore at two o'clock in the morning in singapore is like on web3 or twitter or in a discord and they say hey i really think that I, i'm, I'm going to end my life that we've built out a network to where we can get an in real life dispatch to them and identified within minutes that's of course long term but as building up into that, it's just a place to where people like mental illness is a very lonely thing uh, yeah. because your mind convinces you that, you know, it's it's your fault and, you know, you're a piece of shit and all these other negative self-talk things that go into it. And most people either because they don't have the resources or they have some type of apprehension to go to, to, to talk to their family or seek professional help. Like, where do they turn? And all these people are on Web3. If you can just go into a spaces and listen to people talk and share their stories not saying that they have to get up and talk about their story, but they could hear something that resonates with them and prevents them from self-harm or even just says, hey, you know what? This is nothing to be embarrassed about. I can go talk to my mom about this. I can go talk to my brother about this or, or anybody, whatever the circumstances are. And I felt like that was just a good opportunity to inject that uh, availability in a community that I already love. Couldn't have said it better. I love your work, truly. Yeah. Absolutely. It's very, very important. Yes. Like unbelievably important. Well, thank you both gentlemen for coming on the Alt Kings podcast. Once again, we look forward to hosting you another time down the line. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for tuning in. And this has been the Alt Kings. Peace. <laughs>